Hi, good morning and welcome to the Blueberry Bliss Podcast. I guess it might not be morning for you, so maybe it's afternoon or evening, good night. Maybe you should go to bed. It's really late. I don't know. Do your thing. Blueberry Bliss Podcast. My name is Blue Wyatt. We are on season two, episode 17. Do you know what 17 means? 17 means the number of victory. Victory. I heard a dude, uh, I don't know his name, but I cannot remember right now off the top of my head. He gave a whole speech sermon thing. Gilad. Gilad, yes. Oh, he gave a whole speech sermon thing about the number 17 and about how many books in the Bible, the chapter number 17, and God gave the people victory. So I'm standing for victory. Are you standing for victory in your life? Let's just rehash a little bit of the victories that I've had over the past few years. I have had so many things and we're going to get into it. Episode 17. Welcome Blueberry Bliss Podcast. Boy, I really rushed through that introduction. I did not mean to. I was talking a little fast sometimes. I get on this little speed thing and I'm drinking my coffee so I can't help myself. But the reason I wanted to uh, have this little bonus episode, episode number 17, it is the last day of what is this year? 2022 is the very last day. And I thought, I know it's not podcast day. It's not Wonder Woman Wednesday, but I'm going to throw this episode out in a little, um, I don't know, a salute, maybe a salute, a nod, uh, homage to what the Lord has done in my life. So I'm going to take you to Daniel 4, verse uh, 2 and 3. Let's see. This is King Nebuchadnezzar talking. He says, I thought it good to declare the signs and wonders that the Most High God has worked for me. How great are his signs and how mighty his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and his dominion is from generation to generation. And also I was meditating. I love what, and he starts to tell, King Nebuchadnezzar starts to tell of what God did in his life uh, through Daniel, through all the things. So we're going to read Psalms uh, 105. Let me see. Hold on a minute. Okay. Verse 2. Ready? Well, I'll read 1 and 2. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. Talk of all his wondrous works. Ooh, 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 Psalm 105. Get your Bible, read it, highlight it, underline it, meditate on it. But it's basically like talk of the wonderful things that God has done for you in your life. So this episode is just a, I'm going to seal off this year with sharing the joyful miracles that God has worked in my life. Is my coffee going to go cold? No, I'm going to sip it while we're talking. Mm-hmm. Okay, it might go cold, but I have a microwave. It's fine. So I'm going to tell you a few things that the Lord has done, and this is in no particular order. I'm not going chronologically. I'm just going by the things that I wrote down, and I'm so excited to tell you. I'm going to make this a short one so that you can share it, because apparently people don't like to sit and listen to things for a long time. So short and sweet and to the point. Okay. The first thing I want to tell you about is one of the biggest miracles that God has worked in my life. And if you've heard this podcast for any length of time, maybe you've already heard it. Maybe I haven't shared. I don't know. I can't remember all the details of the past. But um, when I was 14, I had a, a back injury. I um, ruptured a disc in my back. I went to a chiropractor for three weeks, actually twice a day. 
uh, for three weeks, I was in excruciating pain. I wasn't sleeping. I couldn't move my body. I was in essence, by the end of the three weeks, I was paralyzed. I had to be carried to the car, folded in half, like pushed into the car to even make my back bend uh, to the formation of the seat in tears every day. I mean, this was like, I couldn't go to school, of course. And so finally, my mom, after three weeks, stormed into that chiropractor's office. I want another opinion. I want, we need help. My daughter can't function like this. So I was basically on the verge of paralysis uh, from the waist down. And it it was so painful. I cannot even explain the pain. Finally, we got an, an emergency appointment within 15 minutes. I'm making that up. I don't know. Uh, the same day, same morning, with a neurologist, neuro, neuro, neuro person, a person of neuro specialty, <laughs> neurologist. That's what it were. Anyway, we got in, and immediately he rushed me to emergency surgery. He didn't say another word; just emergency surgery. Uh, had my my back fused together, L four, L five fused. They called it a laminectomy. So I might be using the wrong words when I say fusion. But a laminectomy, L4, L5, have a giant big fat scar from the staples that they left in my back. Um, However, I was saved from paralysis. The doctor did confirm um, that, you know, probably moments later, hours later, I could have been paralyzed from the waist down for the rest of my life. Uh, So that was one of the miracles. But the other thing is, after that surgery, I was in pain, chronic pain, daily pain for 22 years from the time I was 14 to the time I was 36, uh, every single day in pain. Not one day did I go, Oh, look today. I'm not in pain. No. Imagine 22 years of pain. Some of you are sitting here, uh, very well able to imagine that because you might be in pain right now. Well, this is the wondrous works that Psalm 105 verse two is speaking of. And I have to share this. I could seriously cry right now because I'm so blown away by God's goodness. And the last three years of that pain, um, I started believing God for healing. I started saying with my mouth, I'm healed. I don't even receive this pain. So for three years every day, even in tears sometimes, because there were times when I could not move one foot in front of the other. um, And I would just cry out to God, thank you, God, I'm healed. I declare I'm healed. Well, a few of my friends from church knew that I was believing God for healing for my back. Um, Pretty much, I don't think... Everybody knew that I was in pain, even some family members. I don't, I didn't really talk about it, discuss it. It wasn't anyone else's business. And what am I going to do? Cry about it? Whine about it? No, every day I would say, I'm healed. I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. His healing is for me. He died on the cross to heal my body, to save me from an eternity of hell, but also to heal my body. So, um, three years of this. And one day my friend, honestly, I can't even remember which one. This is so sad. Gave me a DVD and said, you can borrow this. I would do want it back, but it was called the finger of God. Was it called the finger or was it the hand? No, it's the finger, finger of God. You can get it on Amazon, whatever. I don't know if they have it on YouTube or, or the, the internet of pushing buttons and watching a movie. I can't even think of the words, (laughs) but I sat and watched that movie in my room by myself And it was building my faith. They said it's a faith builder to see what the miracles God is working around the world, around the globe. Excuse me. It is very much coffee time. So I watched this movie intently, just like on the edge of my seat. Now, now, by the way, 
since my accident at age 14. Now I was at age 36 when this movie came into my life. Um, I had never been able to lift my arms past a certain point um, without excruciating pain shooting down both of my legs. So I've, I never was able to lift my hands in church, in worship. Just, no, I can't do that. My arms won't do that. So at the end of this movie, this guy that has this show called It's Supernatural, his name is Sid Roth. Maybe you've heard of him. Anyway, that doesn't matter. But he prayed and he was praying. He said, somebody is being healed of back pain right now. And y'all, I could seriously enter into tears right now because I remember the moment where I was like, oh, that's for me. That's me. And I shot up from a seated position, stood straight up, shot my arms straight into the air that they haven't been in 14, no, excuse me, 22 years since I was 14 years old, shot my arms in the air straight up. And I said, that's me. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Now, this may not be your story. You might have a different story. I'd been believing for three years. I don't know how Sometimes it happens instantly. Sometimes it happens gradually. I have no idea that God is sovereign and I don't know all of the things, right? But I shot up that day and I was healed instantly, healed of pain. I walked around my room. I don't, I don't know if I told my husband that day or not, but I kept it very close to my heart. I didn't really tell anybody. Um, and so for one week, one solid week, seven days of no pain. And every day I was in awe. I was like, whoa, I'm healed. I can't, I, yes, the words, I can't believe it. Oh, really? You can't believe it? Oh, ye of little faith? Oh, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for my lack of faith. But I didn't tell anybody. Seven days. And all of a sudden, the pain came back with a vengeance. I couldn't walk again. It came back so hard. And I was like, so three days of this. And I was like, wait a minute. Hang on a minute. I am healed. I have been healed. I don't receive this pain. Excuse me. You know, every once in a while I have to burp. Okay. So I'm like, no, no, no. This pain is not for me. Oh, I'm telling the long version. Here I said I was going to tell a short version. Maybe I need to do one episode for every miracle story. I don't know. But this is such a dramatic change in my life. And after three days of excruciating pain again, I remembered the scripture. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Well, I was already healed by the blood of the lamb. But then I needed to couple it with the word of my testimony, according to the word of God. I'm sorry, I can't remember what scripture verse that is, but you go find it for you. But I overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. So I repented. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for not sharing the testimony of my healing with people because I don't know, doubt? Was there doubt? I, I am so sorry, Lord. I repent, forgive me and cleanse me and heal me. And I receive my healing, all the things. And then after that three days, I said, no, I'm not going to take this pain on. It's not mine anymore. Jesus paid it at the cross. I am healed. And then my pain went away. Now, I started telling everybody and anybody that would listen, I'm healed. Look at the Lord healed me 22 years of pain and he healed me. Well, I believe that day, I believe that the Lord gave me a new back, a new disc in my back that wasn't there before. And I have proof of it because my now x-rays show a perfectly good disc there where there was none. 
And even the chiropractor's like, uh, you did not have a laminectomy. I'm like, oh, yes, sir, I did. Look at this giant scar on my back. I assure you I did. But now my results show complete and total healing. A creative miracle happened in my back. I still have the scar to prove it, but now there is a new disc where before there wasn't. There was just fusion of, I guess, I don't know the right words, so correct me, I don't care. But that is my miracle story about my back. I wanted to tell you all the stories, but then it would take too long. Okay, I'll just bullet point them. I was also healed instantaneously of an extreme, uh, what do you call it, diagnosis, an extreme case of hypoglycemia to the point where I would shake, I would be unsafe to drive, I would black out even if my blood sugar went too low and I wouldn't even remember going into the kitchen at the restaurant demanding that the chef give me bread and crackers. <laughs> oh no, I didn't remember that. I had to be told that. Or walking up to somebody else's table. Excuse me, please. May I have that piece of bread on your table? Excuse Why? Uh, I need it right now. Right now, give me your bread. <laughs> I had an extreme case of hypoglycemia, including the first date that I was on with my now husband. Uh, he was trying to talk to me and I put my hand up in his face and said, no, no, we're not going to do this. We're not going to have this conversation until I have food in my body. So please silence yourself. <laughs> Healed completely and totally. I got hands laid on me at a big conference that I went to and I received healing immediately. Um, and I haven't freaked out or blacked out. Uh, from low blood sugar since. So praise the Lord. Hypoglycemia gone. Um, another one of my healing is uh, I was diagnosed with bipolar and I was on some heavy medications, uh, psychedelic, I guess, psychotic medications. What do you call it? Psychedelic? I don't know. Psych meds. I think I've heard it say. Um, and I have been healed and unmedicated, and I still sleep at night, which by the way, when I was full on uh, bipolar, I didn't ever sleep. I mean, maybe two hours a night, maybe I'd skip a few nights of sleep. I'd forget. I would just work all night and forget to sleep. Um, I've been three years as of 12-12-2019. I've been unmedicated. Uh, praise the Lord. Um, he is so good. Bipolar, you guys. The doctors were like, you're never going to be healed. You're always going to be on medication. This is your life. And while I was medicated, I felt numb. I felt like I wasn't myself. I didn't even know how to act or respond. I was, you know, yeah, I wasn't, I was sleeping and the doctors were like, yeah, you're good. I'm like, no, I'm not good. Okay. I'm not good. <laughs> but healed of mental disorder, bipolar, um, healed of depression. Now I'm not going to lie. I sometimes slip into um, bouts of depression, but I don't receive it. I'm like, no, I'm healed. And I um, inevitably always come out of it. And God is just so good. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but God is real. Jesus is real. He is the savior of all who will accept him. Uh, another thing is foot pain. I have a great foot story. Uh, both of my feet actually have been in excruciating pain, one of them for three years and went to the doctor, got cortisone shots, three of them. The doctor finally said, there's nothing more I can do for you. I've given you all the cortisone I'm allowed to give. I'm sorry. And I'm like, well, doc, this is a true story. I said, well, doc, you've done nothing for me and I appreciate it, but I just want you to know Jesus loves you. And maybe that's the only reason I'm here with excruciating foot pain 
to tell you he loves you. He adores you. He has good plans for you. And I'm honored to be the one to tell you. And now I'm going to walk out of your office and I'm going to be healed because I deliver to you the message. I believe I was here to deliver to you. <laughs> I mean, this doctor's appointments went on for, I don't know, four months, five months, whatever. And I'm like, you have done nothing for me just so you know, but I'm going to walk out of here healed. And I literally walked out and over a period of probably three weeks, a month, my foot pain started getting lighter and lighter and lighter, a little bit, a little bit. And all of a sudden, after a month, I realized, wow, I'm not in excruciating. I couldn't even walk into the grocery store without just wanting to tear up in my eyes from this, the right foot. Now, the left foot, I'm still believing for healing for my bunion. So I'm in the process of that. Thank you, Jesus, for healing my bunion and the pain that is associated with that. Uh, the other thing is, well, I'm not going to mention it, but I was healed in a way that I'm not going to share here. Um, I wrote down unmentionable healing. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll share that story. Uh, number six that I wrote down was, oh, this is a big one, you guys. Why am I trying to rush this? So what if it's a long one? I don't care. Guys, I have had, this is crazy, 12 head injuries, 12 head injuries that I can count. Um, two of which I ended up unconscious, uh, didn't know who I was, what the last one, didn't know who I was, didn't know who the people were around me, even though I've known them for one of them for 20 years, didn't know what country I was in, lost track of the country, uh, that I was in at the moment. And two of them were from head injury, uh, from horse accidents. The last one I was training a horse and it was a rodeo adventure that I don't remember, but I've been told it was wild. Landed on my head, blood pouring out of my head, fractured my skull, broke my eardrum again. I, I mean, maybe it was just, anyway, intensified, screaming, loud, ringing in my ears. Since I was 16 years old, I haven't heard the sound of silence. And even right now, as I speak to you, I'm believing for healing for my ears. Um, but yeah, hearing loss and this crazy ringing in my ears that is so loud you cannot imagine and I've had it since I was 16 so what 30 year 31 years of this sound in my ears however I'm telling you imagine fracturing your skull two times imagine the brain injuries that can be sustained now I do use weird words sometimes and sometimes I can't think of a normal word like car and I want to say watermelon I mean it's the most ridiculous thing but I want to share that with you as, look what the Lord has done. I could have died the last injury. Uh, I was 30, 32, 33. And the doctors were amazed that I lived. And it took me a while to regain my cognitive senses. Whoa, that's a big word. Like, that's big. I don't know if that's the right word. But it took me a while to, like, really come to. And I was in so much pain from that head injury. My head was, like... Imagine breaking your arm or your leg, but it's your head. Oh, you can't imagine. Um, but 12 head injuries, and look at what the Lord has done. I can still, for the most part, communicate with full sentences. And I was also saved from death. The Lord reminded me three times at sea, on a ship, on a yacht, and also with sharks. <laughs> Capsized my um, one-person kayak that I squeezed two people into, because why not? Um, anyway. I just want to say, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Back in April of 2022, this year, 
um, I went into this space of cocooning and I felt like the Lord was like, this is a home season. You're going to go into cocoon. You're going to rest. You're going to be with me. You're going to, I'm going to revive you. And I felt like this butterfly. So right now, season 17, no, 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 no. Episode 17, season two. I want to share with you. I am that butterfly that went into its cocoon back in April. And now I do believe that I am breaking forth into this new life of beauty, of grace, of, um, (laughs) Lord, I am yours. I am yours. I'm your butterfly. Uh, I am your creation. I declare by faith that I am a new thing, that it is a new season for me. And maybe somebody listening, maybe it's your new season. Maybe you can declare that too. It's a new season. And maybe you need to journal and write down the wondrous works that the Lord has done for you. So I want to end on this. I'm going to read Psalm 105 again to you because I have it open. One and two. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. Talk of all his wondrous works. And I'm going to go on to read verse three. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Oh, I'm not reading very well. Let me say, let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Verse four, seek his face evermore. Verse five, remember his marvelous works, which he has done his wonders, and the judgments of his mouth. Psalm 105, verse 1 through 5. Please get in your word. Get with the Lord. Ask him, what do you want to do through me this year? What do you want me to do on the earth for you, for your kingdom? Because we are his hands and feet. We are his mouthpiece. You know, he can't do something on the earth without partnering with us, right? Because we are the ones that go do the works that he's called us to do. He said, go into all the world and make disciples of the people. I mean, that's not a direct quote. You got to figure that out. (laughs) Oh, Lord, I thank you. With all this, this brain trauma that I've experienced, I still have the word of God in my heart. And yeah, sometimes I mess it up and sometimes I don't get the words exactly right, but He is putting, I am planting the word of God in me and he is reviving it in the moments that I need it. But how can it come to your mind if you don't already have it in your heart? So anyway, this is not a preaching session. This was just an opportunity for me to tell you what the Lord has done in my life and for me and with me and through me. And there is so much more. And this is just the beginning of what he wants to do. I'm sitting looking at a photograph I took in Sicily uh, and it is beautiful. And the words that I awkwardly put on this piece of art, which it looks terrible. So it's in a weird place, but the photograph is beautiful. It says, make life an adventure. And that is what I want to leave you with. Your life can be a great adventure for God to do miraculous, wondrous works for you to be able to tell, because here's the thing. Nobody can take these stories away from me. Nobody So people can say, oh, God, isn't it real? (laughs) Big bang theory, blah, 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 bunch of muck. And I don't even have to receive it. I could actually laugh and say, oh, 
oh, I hope you get revelation that he is real. He's so real. He's more real than the photograph of Sicily that I'm looking at, that, the, trip that I, the trips that I've taken around the world, the photographs, the memories. He is more real than anything you and I could ever see or experience. May you be wrapped in his love today. God bless you. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing. Oh, I will sing. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. Wow. I'm singing for you. I can't even believe it. With my mouth will I make known God's faithfulness, God's faithfulness. With my mouth will I make known God's faithfulness to all generations. Because I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. Even if I mess up, even if I'm off key, it doesn't matter. Because he said sing. Sing of his wondrous works. And that is what I'm here to do. So God bless you. Sing a new song to the Lord.